Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. Yes, he has giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed, walk out of the middle class, become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book, The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated, day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, this book is free 99. Yes, you heard me, free 99. Okay? (laughs) All you want for free. Yes, free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life 
changer i'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what antonio taught myself in grace that enabled us to retire yes we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet Woo! i'm just saying i got a few months to go don't worry about it Shh, don't nobody need to know that girl <laughs> you don't look it that's it go get it Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate. I'm glad that y'all are here. Thank you so much for giving me your time and I'm not going to waste it. I have come to you on this evening to talk about third. 10 things that successful people stopped doing. Of course, they stopped doing a whole lot more things than that. But where I am in my life and where I am on my journey, there are 13 things that I've realized I stopped doing to be as successful as I am today. Am I as successful as I would like to be? No. Am I more successful than I was three years ago? Absolutely. And it was because I strive to stop doing these 13 things. Now, do I still battle with some of them? Yes. That's why I'm doing the topic today. <laughs> because these topics sometimes fall right in line with where we are and what we're going through. Because if nothing else, ATSJR is a, a reality type company. You know, you're, you're in it with us, you're in the trenches with us, you watch us, you see us, but we're very consistent as a collective. And so I'm gonna consistently flow with the collective and give you these 13 things that successful people, successful people stop doing. The first thing that I have, and these are not in order of you do this first, you do this second, you do this third. This was me sitting down thinking, getting my energy right and just letting them flow to me. So the first thing I have is successful people stopped existing. They stopped existing. We get in the pattern of lack of success and we just exist. We just exist. Successful people stop existing and they embrace evolution. Me being a young Baptist girl, evolution was like a bad word. I'm a Christian. What you talking about evolution? <laughs> evolution is not a thing. It's a process. And so what I've learned in my adult life is we have to be consistently evolving. You never get, you never actually arrive. We use that as a cliche statement. Or I can say, you arrive alive. There are a lot of arrivals on the path of success. You never arrive and then that's it. You continue arriving. You continue arriving until you no longer draw a breath. And so you have to embrace as a successful person that you will consistently evolve. You will change. You will become different. Notice I didn't say better. Because it's not that the you that you'll be 10 years from now is necessarily better than the you that you are now. You're an evolved version. So are you more functional? Yes. Do you probably have more money? Yes. Do you have more companies? Do you, have, do you exist in a greater abundance? Yes. But it's because you continue to evolve. So stop existing and embrace 
the evolution of you. Number two, successful people stop dwelling on lack. You have to stop dwelling on what's not working, what you don't have. I do 25 million cold calls a day and nobody, except nobody responds. That is dwelling on lack. And if you tell the universe that that's what you dwell on, then that's what you will continue to get. And I don't know about you, but the only lack that I have experienced has proven me to be unsuccessful. And so we have to stop dwelling on lack. You have to stop dwelling on resistance. Tempest shared a wonderful video with us today from Abraham Hicks, and she gave a great illustration of what resistance really does to us when we stop to focus on it, when we can simply maneuver around it. And if you allow your inner being to speak to you, that's exactly what will happen. But we don't do that. We allow the outside to speak to the inside and control the inside when we should allow the inside to speak to the outside, the inside to maneuver the outside. But we as a people have been conditioned to trust what's outside of us more than we do what's inside of us. Everything you need to be a successful being is on the inside of you. And so you have to stop dwelling on lack. You have to stop dwelling on resistance. Number three, successful people stop fitting in and they began creating things for people to fit into. You have to get out of, the, out of the spectrum of fitting in. In order to be a successful entrepreneur, I have to look like this. My company has to look like this. In order to be a successful person, I have to look like this. I have to do this. There is no have to unless you create it. You have to acknowledge the creator within you. My first point about evolution. Do you realize that creation and evolution go together? And have you ever embraced the fact that the first point of operational conditioning, the first point of us being merged as a collective unconscious the first entry point of us becoming a system that would be controlled into poverty was to tell us that creation and evolution are at odds. Creation and evolution are not at odds. When you allow yourself to evolve, when you allow anything to evolve, it becomes a creator. You cannot have creation without evolution and you cannot have evolution without creation. They are not at odds. Please don't diminish my words to simply faith-based. I'm not even talking about church. I'm talking about two words. I'm talking about two words, creation and evolution. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. All right, number four, successful people stopped overreacting. We have the tendency to overreact. Somebody call you out on what you're not doing and you want to have a funeral. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should be doing this. I should be doing. We don't need a funeral. Don't overreact. Just respond. Successful people have mastered the art of responding. When you overreact, you waste time on poverty. When you overreact, you waste time on, on things that don't even deserve your energy. You waste time on what you didn't do. You, you waste time on whatever offended you. 
You waste energy. You ever been driving and somebody did cut you off and you overreact and you call them all manner of evil and they can't even hear you and you just exerted a ton of energy that didn't do anything but zap you? That person going on up the road about their business, they don't even know you mad. Successful people stop overreacting. In that same video that I talked about with Tempest, and it's so divine that it fits in, Abraham talks about having a knee-jerk reaction. And she says, that's what we do. We have a knee-jerk reaction to emotion instead of controlling our energy to where the emotion doesn't even control us, but we control the emotion. It's all about energy. You, you remember going to the doctor as a child and they get that tool out, it's rubber, and they knock on your knee and they tell you, relax, don't use any of your muscles. I'm gonna hit your knee and I just wanna see what your leg does. That's what we allow society to do to us. Because if I constrict my muscle, your little tool ain't gonna make my leg move. But if you tell me, release all tension and release all control and release all power over my body, then whatever you do to me, you're gonna get a reaction. But if I choose to not allow your little tool to make my reflexes act, then I'm in control. I have my power. Stop allowing people to take your power away from you with their little tools. You're not sitting in a doctor's office. You're on the path to success. We literally go through life like somebody has that little tool and they come and they knock one of your buttons and boom, there go that leg. Have some control. Successful people have self-control. Number six, no, number five, and I'm so sorry. Number five, successful people stop lending people money that don't pay them back. Hello, lights and walls. If you are continuously being zapped for cash by people in your life that never pay you back, you will never be successful. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. They gonna keep coming to you for their little five, 10, $500. And if they never give it back to you, then that's you hurting you. And successful people don't do that. Stop lending money to people that do not pay you back. Number six, <laughs> stop. Successful people don't show up for people that don't respect their time. The reason why you're not on the platform you wish to be on is because you keep lending yourself to people who don't respect your time and don't respect your talents. I am in no way saying be arrogant, be uppity. Oh, if you don't start at 715, I'm not speaking for you anymore. But if a person has called you to be on their program for five years and every time you get there, they start 30 minutes late and keep you two hours longer than you've been there, they don't respect your time or your craft because they are taking money away from you. And anybody that takes money out of your pocket has no desire to put money in and doesn't respect the talent that you have to bring it to you. So stop showing up for people that don't respect your time. The most liberating thing that I've ever done was leave when my time wasn't being respected and telling that particular organization or that particular person, no, I can't come back. 
And yes, they missed me when I was gone. But I also made more money by leaving. So stop showing up for people that don't respect your time. Number seven, successful people do not keep misery company. Successful people do not keep misery company. You have people in your life that are always miserable. And you're their pillow buddy. You're their couch buddy. You're their phone buddy. They come sit in your chair. They come to your office. They call you in the middle of you being productive. And because it's your BFF or because it's your husband or because it's your mama or your baby daddy, oh, I have to answer the phone. No, you don't. No, you do not. If you know they're always miserable, and you, you will notice patterns. When you are on the road to success and you are changing your energy and you are moving up in, in awareness, you will notice that when you get in your groove and you get in your flow, a name is going to pop up on your phone. But let me tell you this. When you begin to ignore it, they will stop calling. Because what you've shown the universe is you prefer to respond to their misery than you do to your success. But when you stop answering the phone and focus on your dreams, then you tell the universe, I want my dream more than I want their misery. So stop keeping misery company because successful people don't do that. Number eight, <clears throat> successful people stopped choosing to be occasionally lazy. We have been conditioned by this world to feel like if we work and we put in our 40 plus hours a week, child, every once in a while, I deserve a me day. I want to stay in the bed till 1130 and don't get out my pajamas and eat ice cream and go get my nails done and go shopping and spend a whole day not doing anything productive. That is called classical conditioning. That is called being a part of the collective unconscious because that keeps you mediocre and that keeps you poor. A genuine me day is me spending a day doing everything I want for my dreams. Can I do that at home in my pajamas with a cup of coffee? I sure can. But am I going to Netflix and chill all day because it's a me day? Absolutely not. There's no room on my trajectory of success for that. Does that mean that I don't watch Netflix? I watch it all the time. Documentaries fit on my success pattern. I love watching documentaries. I love watching some series because I learn how to speak to the world by watching them. You better believe that anything you catch me watching on TV, there's some kind of Shannon factor in it. There's some something in it that's perfecting my craft or perfecting my talents. You have to know something about what's on television. You have to know something about what's on the radio in order to captivate an audience. My music accidentally, I accidentally took myself off mute, off the thing, and yet y'all heard a song I was listening to. I like the song, but I'm more so listening to it, so when I hit, hit my young crowds, I can hit them with, it's a vibe. Because it is a vibe, and I get that. But what kind of vibe is it? Is it, a vibe, is it a successful vibe or are you just fitting in? Because I'm not listening to that song because it's the latest. 
I'm listening because I control my vibration. And when I go to speak to this audience, I can turn that thing and tell them it's only a vibe when you learn how to control your vibration. When everybody can't push your button. When you vibe at a level of success that your dreams mean more than your reaction. So successful people, stop choosing to be occasionally lazy. Change the way you do your me day. Ladies, you don't get a moo-moo in house shoes day. Men, put the gray sweatpants away unless you're putting them on to be successful. Okay? Okay. Number nine, successful people, <clears throat> successful people stop being unhealthy. And this is something that I've recently embraced. Y'all, we do have to take care of our bodies. And for me, it is not easy. However, when I tell the universe it's not easy, the universe gives me more of what is not easy. And so I have intentionally within the last couple of weeks said, I love my health. I love my body. I love what I put in my body. And it's helping. It's helping. But successful people are not unhealthy. Now, you would have to define success for yourself. When I say success, yes, they have money, but they also have happiness. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard to be happy when your joints are hurting and when you can barely breathe and when you are struggling. And sometimes those things happen to us because of decisions that we make. Now, some people are born with different things. I am in no way diminishing that. I am no, in no way glossing over that. I am just saying that if you are healthy, you have the activity of your limbs and lungs, then you owe it to yourself to take care of them. Successful people do that. Number 10, successful people don't ignore the homeless. They don't. If every time you walk by a homeless person, if every time you drive by a homeless person, if every time you see someone standing on a street corner, you pass them up, then you are stuck in poverty because you think you're better than them and you're not. Reach into your pocket and give them some change. Go into a store and buy them some food. Well, they ain't gonna do nothing with it. That's not your problem. It's not your problem. You can't overlook them. If it helps, every time you see a homeless person, remember Tony at six years old. How many people do you think walked by him and just thought he was some little bad kid on the corner, but his ribs was touching his back? How many people walked by him and felt like they were better than them? Four years ago, it would have been me. All I, can, all I tell myself is I wouldn't walk past a child. But in a, as an adult, yeah, oh, well, they did something to get there. But then I was almost there. So successful people don't look past the homeless. They don't feel like they're better than them. They, they are full of philanthropy. You, you, you have to give. You have to give. And you can't be selective with it. They don't look poor enough or they look too poor or give to the homeless. Number 11, 
Successful people stop counting likes and hearts. They don't wake up every morning and count how many likes a post got or how many hearts or who did this or who did that. Unless it's part of a sales funnel, unless you're counting them because they bring you money. If every morning you wake up, you grab that phone and you're scrolling through your timeline and you're checking things and if it ain't about the money, then stop it. Stop it. Likes and hearts don't mean anything unless they're putting money in your pocket. Number 12, successful people don't put their family last. You don't get to say, I'm striving for success so I can't be there for you, wife. I'm striving for success so I can't take care of you, children. I'm striving for success so I can't come see you in the nursing home, grandma. Can you do it all the time? No. But do they come completely last? Absolutely not. Your family should always come first. And does that mean come first at, at, at the mercy of your success? No. But do you neglect them? Absolutely not, especially if you are in a marriage with someone. You don't get to leave, to leave your spouse unless you leave in your spouse. Now you get in a divorce, that's one thing. You don't get to leave your children. Successful people don't leave their children. Not at all. And last, number 13. Get off this line before y'all hang me up. <laughs> Number 13, successful people stop being ungrateful. If you are not grateful, if you don't express gratitude for every single thing in your life, then you will not be successful. Because when you demonstrate ungratefulness, the universe will continue to give you things that make you demonstrate that ungratefulness because you have told the universe, I want to be ungrateful. When you demonstrate gratitude, you will get more things to be grateful for. It's that simple. When you are ungrateful, you don't get the things that you want because you're not grateful for what you have. You get more of what you don't want. When people are successful, they get that I'm gonna be grateful for everything. Every single thing I'm gonna demonstrate gratitude for. And then they, they realize and they experience the overflow of abundance of more things to be grateful for. Ladies and gentlemen, these are 13 things that successful people stop doing. You can plant better. You can dominate. I have enjoyed being with you all today. I'm going to open it up right now for Q&A. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know what you think. Talk to me. Let's, let's, let, 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 let's talk about these 13 things. Um, Tempest, you can open it up. I'm ready. Huh? I'm saying you got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, questions, comments, concerns. I ain't saying complaints because that ain't me. You ain't gonna complain to me. That's real. That's double, triple certified. You can complain to him. No, I'm just playing. Whatever you have, let me hear it. Shannon. Hi, who is this? <laughs> It's Michelle. Hi, Auntie. <laughs> okay, well, I got number 10 down. I'm good on that one. Oh, yes, ma'am. One red shoe got it going on. <laughs> but I need work on the rest of them. I need work on the rest of them. I just want to say you, um, thank you, because you said it nicely, but seriously, 
so I was able to, um, yeah, I took notes. I was able to receive everything. But I, I got a lot of work on 12 things to do now. So I just wanted to, <laughs> I want to say thank you very much, Shannon. Thank you. I, I took notes. I, I got, I, look, I, got, I was getting me a, a list together now. How do I start this? So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Next, if there be any. Hey, Doc. Hey, <laughs> Bear, aka best publicist ever. What's up? Thank you. I just, I just wanted to thank you because you pretty much, as Michelle put it, nicely slapped me in my face. Oh, at least I did it nicely. Yeah, you know, not once, not twice. <laughs> Not 10 times, but all 13. Oh, so, with that being, <laughs> so with that being said, I just want to thank you for waking my eyes up to me. And I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you. Thanks, Doc. You did an amazing job. You're welcome. Thank you. You're amazing. Thanks. Shannon R. Clark. Hi, friend. Friend, now the the last the last time I had to speak, you asked what was in the food. Okay, so what is going on over at the counseling office? Y'all not feeding me. That's the problem. <laughs> 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 Them kids feeding me. That's what the problem is. My goodness. <laughs> well, thank you so much for this. As always, you continue to grow and to shine and to teach and help us. You know, whether gut punch needed or not, but I do appreciate everything that you have said. It is an eye opener. It is things that you must continuously work on, things that we must continually work on uh, to be successful. We have we have two role models within this business university, our CEOs, you know, all 13 things that you said, they follow. And so we have the right leaders. We just got to get in line, play, follow the leader. I've always heard that it's nothing wrong with copying, uh, being a copycat as long as you copy the right cat. So, yeah, thank you so much. Got to copy so the right cat. <laughs> thank you so much, friend. Love you as always. You're welcome. I love you too. Anybody else? Dr. Clark, did you kill it or what? Hi. You know what? You was killing it. And I was driving at the time. I was trying to screenshot the notes and everything. Anthony and I wanted, Lee. I, I wanted to say. Is that Anthony? Yes, it is. Yay. Hi. Hi. I wanted to say everything you said was coming, but coming ain't so coming nowadays. Uh, you know, um. sometimes we need to hear it. We need to look at ourselves in the mirror. And what really killed me, when you say with the guys to stop sitting around with your gray sweats on, I was driving. I got my gray sweats on. <laughs> That's I okay. Said, well, you being successful though. Yes, I, I know, but you it just reminded me. Like I say, coming ain't so coming no more. Yeah. And that's why we need these calls and we need to sharpen each other up and remind mm -hmm. each and every last one of us it's in us. But it's also up to us to bring it out. You only can do so much. We have to go the extra mile. We can't be calm and lukewarm nowadays, not if you want to be successful. You want to yeah. be ordinary, you can be ordinary. You can be average any day. And it's not easy. And you're just letting us know we have to take that extra step. And we can't wait for no one to do it for us. We have to do it. 
You can give me all the knowledge in the world, but if I don't apply it, it doesn't mean anything. So I just want to say thank you, and I'm so glad I made this call because the devil is busy, but also the devil is a liar. So thank you again. Amen. You are welcome. Thank you. I appreciate your words, and you're all, you always add so much value here. So thank you very much. That means a lot. Next, anybody else want me to hear their lovely voice? Oh, Hi, Donna. Hello, hello. It's been a while. Been on. It's good um, to see you. Well, you know, I keep saying lately that the stars are in alignment, and me tuning in tonight is proof positive that the stars are truly in alignment. Every day, for me, seems to be a new miracle of some sort. And everything that you said really echoes for me, because a month ago I was pretty much wallowing in some self-pity and uh, ready to throw in a thousand. And I got back to practicing everything that you talked about. And I can't tell you how awesome I feel my spirit body. Um, I got a lot of challenges ahead of me, but it's funny because now I look forward to getting out of bed in the morning at five o'clock again and getting my day started. And, you know, I'm focusing a lot on not what's going on with my bad health, but making my millions hmm. and my daily routine outside of what um, what I have to do to prep myself for my inevitable future with a double lung transplant, I am not thinking about that. I'm thinking about how to maintain my path to success again. Mm. And everything that you mentioned, today one of the nurses noticed my tattoo on my wrist. And she said, what is that? She said, pay it forward. And something as simple as that, I, I've always lived by. And during the period of time that I got away from it, I, I thought it was the end of my life. And I'm back to it. So, attitude of gratitude every day. Paying it forward every day working you know there's no excuse and if i ever hear somebody say oh i don't feel good or i'm too tired or whatever you know i walked into therapy today after five hours of doing work at my computer before i even went to therapy and they start out by saying how do you feel and my word was fantastic and i'm amongst people who are near dead so I think that attitude has every single thing to do with success in every aspect of your life. You're in control, and I'm glad to do that. Take a good night for it. Donna, I'm so glad that you're here. I, I needed to hear what you just said, and you are such an inspiration 
You're going to be dynamic. The world has already experienced you. And there, this comeback, my goodness, I'm just so happy that you're here. And I really appreciate your words because it's not always easy to speak from your life, from what you're actually going through. And so I'm glad that you got on tonight and I'm glad that this was in line and in alignment with, with where you are. That really makes me feel great. And I'm glad that you're doing better and I can't wait for what's to come from you. Yes, 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 yes. Love you dearly. Thank you so much. Um, Devil Certified, I hear your issue with your volume, so I guess I'll give you a pass for not being able to say what you need to say. <laughs> I'm just playing. Thank you, brother. No, I'm here. I'm here. I fixed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I fixed it. Man, look, you just, you just literally did some parenting. You said, child, you was bad. Let me spank you and talk to you at the same time. You remember when your mama used to whoop you and talk to you? That's, that's just how I felt. I felt like you was whooping me and talking to me at the same time. But I thank you for it, and I appreciate you for it because it's right on time, and it's very necessary for what I need to hear for where I'm going. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You are welcome. You're welcome. I know people are letting me know when you need a spanking, so I guess you've been doing all right. Thank you so much. You're doing amazing, 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 amazing. So thank you so much. Into thank you. Anybody else out there? In Zoom? Hey, hey, Shannon. This is James. Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, hey, I want to uh, bless Donna. Of course. So before uh, thirty-five, bless her heart. She's awesome. Her words are powerful. Yep. And for you, Shannon, this is the I didn't get any of the notes because I'm driving. Mm -hmm. But this is what I wrote down. Only focus on what you really want because the universe will give you what you ask for. But I scratched out really want and put need. Mm -hmm. And the need is like where you're speaking on the spiritual plane. The really want is on the physical plane. So it's like how they're saying whooping and the discipline at the same time. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're 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 breaking it down where you're allowing it to be um, like in the spiritual realms and down to earth at the same time. Thank you. I appreciate those sentiments and I appreciate you. I believe we talked briefly last week too because you were in the in the course as well. So. You're on the right trajectory, and I, I'm looking forward to what's to come from you. I need to go snoop and see who, what you're about. I haven't been able to, to snoop you out yet, see what you have going on. Let me go see what James Jackson III is up to. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you for your comments and for your path that you're taking with this company. Anybody? I lost a little bit at the end of it. Oh, I broke up. Are you still there? Yes. Yeah, I heard that you're going to be checking out my uh, content, which yeah, enjoy. I am. I am going to go check yes, it out. Yes, ma'am. Also, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll... Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, I just want...
keep doing it and it is awesome. Okay, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? Okay, Tempest, I think that's it. Okay, I just want to say thank you, Shane, because although someone said earlier that both the CEOs of this company do our 13, I don't, but I am grateful for someone to punch me in, and I'm grateful that I'm in a place to not just receive it, I'm grateful I'm in a place to actually apply it. Um, Tired of receiving messages and doing nothing with them. Hey, word. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just time to do some things differently. Transparency moment, you actually said something that the universe has been laughing me in the face with lately. And of course, you're the confirmation that I needed to hear. Um, I think you said stop. Um, allowing people to take away your power when you were talking about overreacting. And I know I give people power that ain't for them. I get stuck in what people do. So this is like the third time today that this good old universe has dropped that in my face. So thank you for being the third and last time I hear you universe, okay? Thank you for being... <laughs> Thank you for doing that. And then also, I want to tell everybody that um, Antonio and I talked about Shannon's role because she's doing a PhD. She's working at school. She's a mom. She got 50, 11 things going on every day. And her time is stretched, to say it lightly. Is that fair? Stretched. <laughs> Very so, fair. <laughs> a rubber band around a ponytail. So we talked about what to do with Shannon and we asked her if she would be more of a facilitator so expect to see a lot more from Shannon expect to hear from Shannon expect to learn from her but I'm grateful I don't know you always do a great job but today you were like spot on with it so I don't know what you was doing over there this week but it definitely showed and I'm truly grateful for you and I'm very proud of you Thank you, Tempest, so much. You're welcome. I have nothing else to say. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Antonio, do you have a word? If not, I'm done. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> a, he, he looks like a word. He, look, he is just in a zone. So unless he's frozen, <laughs> he don't look like he have nothing. He said he's frozen, but he doesn't have any words. I left him speechless. Hallelujah. Tempest. Oh, my phone. Hi. Hi. This is Felicia. Hi, everyone. Hi, girl. <laughs> I uh, honestly didn't have nothing to say until I heard Tempest share hers. And that's kind of, I feel where I'm at right now and it's just having someone take my power is where I'm at right now and it's just I don't know I'm, I'm in my emotions right now so excuse me but 
I want to thank you for that word. That's I'm going to leave it like that and just say no more. Well, Tempest will always be the one to bring it out. She's so much full of just everything good most of the time because she's not going to let me get away with saying all the time. But Talisha, you know that uh, that we're here for you. I haven't been as much, but I do hear about you and I do give you the best energy that I can give. So um, just know that you're in a good place, even though you don't feel like it. And I'm glad that you were on the call tonight and um, reach out, reach out. Football season is over for me, everyone. So I will be more present because that just took a whole life out of my life. So um, thank you all for being here. And um, I love you all. I wish you all the best. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep pushing and do what successful people do. That's it, that's it, Tempest. All right, bye everybody, have a great night. You can unmute yourselves and say goodbye if you like. I will see y'all around. Bye. 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 You should really be famous for every tear you've ever cried, for everything that's ever happened to you. For all the abuse you've ever been through, for the divorce you've ever been through, you should absolutely be famous for that. Yeah, that's how I think. As a matter of fact, that's how most of us great motivational speakers or platform speakers, we are. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote. $40,000 a keynote. I can make $30,000 in 30 minutes. All because my story was one of tragedy and I've learned how to take it to one of great wealth. I want to teach you that. I want to give to you free, no risk, no charge, no credit card needed. Free 20 hours of how to get famous for telling your story. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate i'm not sure if you already know this but you're already absolutely perfect you're already absolutely great and you're already living in massive abundance the most important things that you have is not what you have it's not what you do it's what you know because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class they're in the top one percent and they control 96 percent of the world's income 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane. 
how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy from what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion-going self is not enough to get to the top 1%, and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. 
It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10X your retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate.
when the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter. R E C R U I T E R ZipRecruiter dot com slash B two 
be. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.